Welcome to The Conversation, the weekly show dedicated to helping you look, feel, and be your best self. I'm your host, Jesus Lord. It's a train going by, y'all. I'm your host, Khalif. Like a leaf on a, oh my gosh. Well, this is obviously going to be a different episode. It's very different. Very different. All right, whenever this train is ready, we can begin. Are you done, train? Are you done? Thank you. Okay. Super. Huh, you want me to redo the intro? Screw it. All right, let's just get into it. Let's get into the meat. Let's talk about it today, okay? Um, are you ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation. Ooh, oh, oh, I need, oh, oh, I need a drop of water. Wait a minute. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. All right. Today. <laughs> I need more water than that. Y'all hold up. Oh, Jesus. Give me like a second. See, the trouble of eating, or not eating, the trouble of drinking anything while I'm on the air is all this doggone noise. So let me untwist the cap. You wanna you wanna have an ASMR experience right quick with me? Hold up. Let me see. There you go. Mmm. <laughs> see now I gotta use the bathroom. Oh my goodness. Anyway. So I want to talk with you about this. You are enough. I will say it again. You are enough. You don't have to do too much. You don't have to do this, that. You are enough. But you do need to do what you need to do. What you mean you need to do what you... Well, let me tell you. Hold up. You have to do this. make the sacrifices that need to be made in order to reach the goals that you want to reach. You have to accept things you cannot change. Maybe, let's say you're an actor. Maybe you didn't get that role. That doesn't mean that you're not a great actor or actress. Maybe they didn't want you in the role for a variety of reasons. It may not be that you weren't amazing. Maybe they don't feel like you would blend well with the other characters. Or maybe you don't fit well with the look that they're going for or whatnot. But don't don't be like, oh, I didn't get this role. I'm terrible. No, you're excellent. And be excellent and work on your craft and do do your thing. If you're a singer, oh, oh, this is a word for the singers. If you are a singer, I don't need you to run for Jesus on that song. It is okay to sing the song straight. What do I mean? But like you don't have to all of that. You don't have to do all of that. If you have a beautiful voice, let that voice shine, okay? This little voice of mine, you gonna let it shine because I'm not about to do that. No, it's not my ministry. But you don't have to do the most. And a lot of people hear that, but they don't believe it. Like, I'm, I'm, am I, am I, am I um, being redundant in saying this? I think I've said this before. Kim Burrell, I feel like I've said this before. But anyway, you probably knew. So, hey, how you doing? Welcome. To the conversation. Kimberell likes to run a lot and riff and all of that. That's nice. She does that. That's her thing. Okay. But you don't need to be doing all that. You don't. 
you have a beautiful voice. If you're a singer, I'm just going to let you know you have a beautiful instrument. And if you don't, who cares? Do your thing. But you don't have to do the most. You don't have to do too much. That even goes for me as a radio personality. Like when I first started out, I had all the little bells and whistles and the didn't. Like you can go back and listen to episode one, Fashion Fridays. I had the little, I had the, uh, what's it called? I had bed music. I had all these little sound effects and this. No. I'm in my lane. I don't need to bring all this luggage with me, okay? I'm ready to board and take off and soar, so I don't need to do the most. But let me talk with you about something else. Look, I don't care how long it has been since the Clark Sisters movie has come out, but God diggity dog, we gonna talk about it. That film, mm, that film, I was so proud to see that film come out and the way that it came out and the acting as far as the lead. Oh, Anjanou Ellis. Bravo. Bravo. She's probably going to win another Emmy. Keyword another, because if you don't remember, uh, when they see us, she won the Emmy for Best Something. Uh, something actress. I think it was Best Supporting Actress or Best Lead or something. Something of that sort. Uh, she won the Emmy for that just in 2019. But yes, such a phenomenal job she did. Um, and I I don't have any critique for the way she was such a joy to watch. Literally, I'm looking at her and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Um, as someone who has a background in theater, I'm looking at um, the way she's acting and playing to the camera and everything. Now, you probably didn't overanalyze it like I'm about to overanalyze it. But the way there's this one scene... Um, where if you haven't seen the movie, it's 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 already been released in terms of uh, the promotional videos and all of that. Where uh, Twinkie Clark, um, Terrell, I think is her last name. I'm not sure. But Twinkie, the Clark sister, Twinkie. She uh, comes in. She's like, I just sold the uh, rights to my catalog for a Lincoln. And they're like, you just sold your uh, car for a Lincoln. I mean, not car for a Lincoln. Your catalog for a Lincoln. And they're like, what's a catalog? That's the rights to all your music, is what Maddie Moss, a.k.a. Ingenue, said. Um, that was the line. And she, the way she took the, it was so real. It was so raw. And that character could have went so wrong. Everybody could have walked away from that movie being like, oh, she was like Joe Jackson. No, we fell in love with her. Now, I heard some people criticizing and saying this, but maybe maybe you didn't grow up the way some of us grew up because we fell in love with her heart. Like, it was so... I felt like the spirit of Maddie Moss Clark, who I've never really dove into, never really knew much about. I just knew she was, like, the, the, the head or the creator, pretty much, of the Clark... Well, yeah, literally the creator, because she's their mama, of the Clark sisters. And... I walked away feeling so inspired. I felt like I haven't been I haven't stopped singing Clark Sisters songs since that movie came out. And I've watched the movie about five times. Now, I know everybody is not I don't know if everybody's still talking about it, but I am because it was a great film. As far as the music, though, they nailed the sound. And shout out to Donald Lawrence, of course, who uh, was in charge of all of um, the vocals and everything. And did you know that? Those vocals that they were doing were live vocals. 
the vocals were live. I said, wow. Kind of like, remember Les Mis, that movie? Yeah, those were live vocals as well. But you felt it different. The way the movie just opened up, I said, ooh. I felt that. You could feel it. It was, it was, it was so tangible. Oh, it was so good to my soul. But, um, you know, I am a theater major at Clark Atlanta University right now. Going to be graduating soon. <laughs> the acting, as far as everybody except for Anjanil, it wasn't great, but it was effective. And that's the goal, I think, that we should, that, that should always be met. Um, whether or not you're an amazing actress or actor, okay, yada, yada, yada. But as long as you serve your purpose, I'm happy. These are not the ladies who played the Clark sisters. They're not professional. <clears throat> Most of them are just singers now uh, have an acting credit behind them. But most of them aren't prof- like wouldn't call themselves trained professional actors. Anjanu, though, definitely is. She has been um, out here for years and kudos to her. And I hope she gets everything that she deserves. Kind of like Taraji P. Henson did after Empire, because remember before Empire, and she was Cookie Lion. She wasn't really a household name until Empire. Like, that really set her name in Hollywood. That made Taraji Taraji. Because when she was in Think Like a Man, Taraji wasn't Taraji. Taraji wasn't just a household name. When she was in, um, what's that movie with Idris Elba? Whatever that movie was. She wasn't a household name. I remember, uh, my mom, I saw that movie with her. Hey, mom. <laughs> I saw that movie with her. She said um, the movie with Idris and um, the she didn't know the name. So as much as people want to pretend like Taraji was a household name back with Baby Boy, back with uh, what's it called? Ooh, Benjamin Button. She wasn't a household name back then. No. She was that face, though, that we all knew. We all had seen, knew the face and everything. No, she wasn't household. Like when I say household, I mean like Viola Davis. Sydney Bortier, Cicely Tyson, those type of Angela Bassett, those type of people, those type of actors. Denzel Wash, she wasn't that type of actress on our mind, but she had it. So that's where I go back to what we started off talking about. You don't have to do the most. You don't have to prove yourself because you are enough. Taraji has been Taraji since before she was known as Taraji. But anyway, I think that's a great place to put a pin in that as far as the Clark sisters. Um, Now, just last week, Empire just wrapped up its season. Well, series. They did their series. Did they do it? They did their I'm sorry. (laughs) They did their season series finale. Um, Six seasons. Wow. Did you really? I don't know. I know I'm not the only one, but did you think that Empire was going to make it to six seasons? Because after season one, I know we all felt it. Season one, the episode week by week, it went up and up and up and up and everybody was talking about it. It was so great and everything. Um, I heard it was modeled after some Shakespeare. I think it's King Lear. Um, But season one, everyone loved Empire. Everybody was watching Empire. Every week, the viewers were just going up. And then season two, they had their peak highest on that first episode and they lost all of us because there was all this build up to season two, episode one. And 
everybody was like, what in the world? They started, I hate to say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous. They started doing too much. They started making it way over the top, not even relatable, realistic, because the thing I think that people love to see, the Cookie character is another one of those characters like uh, Maddie Moss Clark, that if you play it wrong, people are going to hate it. They're going to hate the character. And not to say if people hate the character, you didn't do your job well and right because Monique, when she did Precious, she did that. She really, 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 really did that. But as far as Cookie Lion, that character was the antagonist, but we loved the antagonist and we hated Lucius. Um, Well, he was, what's her name? She was Lucius's, Lucius's? Lucius? She was Terrence Howard's antagonist or whatever. But she was our protagonist. We were all rooting for... We were all rooting for you, Taraji, uh, Cookie. (laughs) But I never thought that show would make it to six seasons because I felt like each season was just like, oh, my goodness, y'all still got this show. I wish it would have been like a limited series and they would have let let it be legendary after season one because they really started messing up. But... I don't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't watch it because personally I haven't watched the show since about season five. I was a diehard Empire fan until about season five and I was just like, okay, look, I got too much to do to be fooling around with Cookie and Lucius and Jamal and Andre and them and uh, what's his name, Hakeem. All I was like, I don't have time to be fooling around with these people anymore. So I let that go around season um, five or maybe was the beginning of this beginning of season six but it just got to be a point where I was like no I'm done but I used to be a real diehard fan but as far as Mr. Smollett um I don't know if it's if if they lost viewers because of the show I feel like the show was already like a lost cause before he left the show um or was kicked off the show um and if you're listening to this 2010 20 or 10 years later, Jesse Smollett is an actor and um, he was allegedly attacked. Well, he alleged that he was attacked by a group of white men and they had on uh, Make America Great Again, Donald Trump red little hats and they poured bleach on him and they had a noose and they tied the noose around his neck and they said, this is MAGA country. And then he said, the first thing they said, I believe, allegedly, allegedly, because I don't want to get sued. Allegedly, he said, um, if I'm remembering correctly, that they said, aren't you that gay dude from Empire? Or they didn't say dude, they said the N-word, but I'm not about to say that, because, <laughs> no. They said, aren't you that gay dude from Empire? And he was just like, I don't know what, what he alleged, but it came out that that wasn't true, allegedly, that it wasn't true. He wasn't proven um, in, um, guilty, but the court of public opinion crucified that man. So, anyway, um, I don't... I would have liked to see him back on the show. I feel like I would have came back and watched the series finale if I saw um, Jesse, because a lot of you may or may not know this, but I I related to his character a lot. Um, I, what is it called? When I saw him, I was like, oh, he's just a normal dude who happens to be gay. And for so many years, all we've seen on TV, and I've said this a billion and one time, so if you're hearing this again, just um, there's a little button on Spotify where you could like speed up the audio. You might have a little fun with that. Go ahead, do your thing. Anyway, <clears throat> for so many years, gay people were the butt of the joke. They were looked at as 
comedic relief. There was no serious type of anything roles played by gay men. And if it wasn't them being um, made fun of, it was gay men being over-sexualized, which is something we still see. And I don't want to critique a certain show that I just saw a preview on of Instagram, but there's a lot of these uh, networks that are just really throwing that, 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 that narrative in our faces that all gay men do, all black gay men do, because um, it's, it's, it's very different. <laughs> but they're throwing that narrative that black gay men are just having sex, getting AIDS, giving it to everybody, all this, all this bull crap or whatever. And I had this interview with Hope Giselle and she said this pretty much, and I'm just going to paraphrase. Relationships are relationships, pretty much. Um, gay, straight, bi, trans, diddly dot, I don't know, polka dot, all the same. Uh, we all get into these basic relationships and we get in them and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't. They're not all toxic. Not all gay relationships are this toxic thing that you just are like, oh my goodness, uh, he's beating him or he's... Uh, cheating on him and he gave him AIDS or he's uh, married to a woman and he gave her AIDS or all this. No. So my challenge to anyone out there who is a creative, who creates films, who creates theater, who creates entertainment, who's in this business, I challenge you to put forth a different narrative, just a different narrative, because I've yet to see it done well. I've yet to see it done to the point where it's like, um, the coming out movies or the uh, sexually promiscu uh, promiscuous, I don't know, the promiscuous, I don't know what the word is, but oh well, those type of films. So, yes. Now, you know I like to leave you with a gem. So, today's gem is going to be an affirmation towards you. So, um, I have a week's worth of affirmations on my page uh, the conversation with Khalif on Instagram. And I'm just going to give you a random day. I'm not going to tell you the day because I don't know what day you're listening to this. But uh, I want you to affirm this in yourself. My thoughts are filled with positivity and my life is plentiful with prosperity. I want you to, if you need to play that back, how about I say it again? Make it easier for you. My thoughts are filled with positivity and my life is plentiful with prosperity. I hope you really digest that. Let that get into your spirit. Let that get into your soul. Because um, like I said at the beginning of the episode, you're enough. And you have everything you need to succeed at this very moment. Because you're just a decision away from your next and fill in the blank. You're just a decision away. Choose today to do what you need to do to get the things done that you want to do to serve your purpose here on earth. And with that, I hope this really has helped you. Um, I'm here every week. I will be here. So if you ever need to talk, come on, come on back. <laughs> I am here for you at the end of at the end of the day. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I really love you for listening. I hope you've really found some value and enjoyed this episode. I hope it's ministered in some form or fashion to your soul. Okay, because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that really matters. I mean, that's the most important thing, not the only thing that matters. There's a, life still goes on. 
But yes, I really hope you've enjoyed this. If you haven't enjoyed this, oh well, I'm sorry. It can only be mean. Go somewhere else if you don't like me. Anyway, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms on the on the at the conversation with Khalif. That's the conversation spelled with a K instead of a C with K-A-L-E-A-F. I will see you very soon and I love you. If no one's told you that today, I love you. All right. Bye bye. Ha, ha, ha.